welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and you are very welcome to episode number 75. We're seven five, 75 we're years old. Midway through guys. the 70s. Wow. Yeah. We're looking yeah. good for 75, I think. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Good, oh, that Botox really works. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should not have told that, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like a big bumper on the head, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, yeah. should, we should talk straight away uh, about the, the, the yeah. show. Just to let you know what's coming up and later on, we'll be talking to Professor John Sweeney, uh, a little bit more about climate. If you remember, John was on the show uh, some months ago, and it'd be great to have him on again. Yeah. Uh, talk about the, the, the recent temperature rises uh, across the globe. Mm. But, but more importantly, um, Jan Blom has been responsible for the uh, demolishing of the uh, government in in the the Netherlands. Me personally? Yeah, you personally. I think think personally, yeah. But I think maybe maybe Jan is the king. Maybe they were were dissolving parliament. Even, uh, Stuart, to be uh, update, a little update, the king was even on holiday. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Prime Minister could not send this resignation letter to the king, you know, because (laughs) the king was on holiday. (laughs) Well, uh, our government was already for for long under under pressure, you know, with a lot of uh, issues locally around farm farming and uh, nitrogen and also uh, climate etc it is uh, an um, holland is a coalition uh, uh, country you know politics uh, there is not an, uh, we have a lot of politic parties um, I think at this moment, 20, in the 20, 23 or 24 even, there are also some single um, uh, person parties because um, when, when someone is not happy uh, with the, with the, the uh, direction of the party, he or she can resign from that party and then start for his, uh, him or herself. Uh, oh. uh, during uh, that election period, and or, or uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly independence. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, a d- uh, yeah democracy uh, with 150 seats in the uh, uh, House of Parliament. So you need to have uh, 75 plus one. Yeah, that is how it works. And otherwise, and then you ha- we have also a, a a kind of Senate. Uh, uh, so yeah, there it is too. also yeah. So there you also need to uh, yeah because you can win uh, in the uh, in House of Parliament, but yeah you still need to uh, um, uh, the the law or or, your, or yeah need to be also through the um, uh, Senate. We had uh, uh, an issue about uh, em- immigration that um, there were, that, that's always a little bit tough, and the, the right wingers in the um, in this cabinet um, they who also were giving the prime minister the, the, that's called the party VVD it's a kind of liberal you know a, a party and they um, were uh, uh, telling we must to have a a stop or a, a fixed number of uh, immigrants and especially they think that they can do that because the normal law is Euro- European. You know, we need to follow the European laws uh, for, and also the, the right to, uh, to, uh, to flee your country and that you need to accept uh, your, uh, yeah, the refugees, etc. They are eagerly looking at the situation in Denmark because there they have really 
uh, almost uh, no Im immigrations at this stage, you know, with a right-wing uh, government. But we have too much, and they. Um, the, the reason for that is that um, when you, uh, uh, as a, um, a householder, are accepted as a uh, as an immigrant, then you can, um, then you have the right to bring your family also from Syria or whatever country uh, it is uh, in this uh, country of um, of uh, yeah where you have uh, managed to be accepted as an um, immigrant. It is normal uh, w when there's only one child or uh, one wife, then it is uh, or two children, whatever. But some. Um, uh, people manage to have a couple of wives and uh, of course a lot of children you know or, and and that is the reason why they said we need to have a maximum of that and we need to have even you know uh, uh, a stop on that because otherwise we are now and that is what the other two parties of this um, uh, coalition government of four parties didn't want so and then they uh, they stopped it so what happens now? Do you have a caretaker government? They're going to kind of stay in place um, to elections. Well, that, they, the, the, uh, the, the, the people who are now in charge, the ministries, etc., they keep on uh, going, but yeah. they have less power. And they are, um, and the House of Parliament decides uh, what uh, topics are non-touchable or touchable. Of course, the, the war in Ukraine. Uh, um, there, everyone uh, in in Holland is not really an anti-Ukraine uh, uh, or, or whatever. Everyone is in favor, or there is a small party who is really in favor of uh, of uh, of Mr. Putin. But you have always crazy people um, uh, everywhere. But that is an an, an 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 topic what will continue. But the, for example, this item for immigration, yeah, that won't be touched, of course. And then. Uh, they say we have new elections in mid-November and then the parties need to uh, form a, a new cabinet. But that those, uh, I think that Belgium has the record, uh, I think, how many uh, days? 300? They were yapping for 485 days! So long, you know, and they didn't, it took them this way, that way. But we expect to have a long time to so have no... So, so it's gonna politics. Be, is there going to be a different uh, government next time, or is it just going to be more the same? Well, that is a, a difficult to say, Oren, because it is what I say. There are so many different coalitions now, uh, or, or, or or different parties. Had this uh, government uh, or this party who ha is delivering uh, also the prime minister, had the VVD with Mr. Rutten. Um, they think that they can gain on it, that they can grow uh, in numbers. Uh, but yeah, other people, uh, other parties think, well, yeah, they can also grow, you know. So the right wing is they are really uh, queuing up. Yeah, you know, we can help you to bring this, uh, bring you to an, 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 uh, an majority, etc. The voters, they will have it in the end, you know. It's interesting you talk about social security. I don't know. I was. I don't know if you heard this, Stuart, but I was uh, listening to the radio uh, within the last couple of weeks, and um, we were talking about, well, there's a lot of talk these days about our government. They have a oh. surplus of money. Um, hey? that, that, that surplus of money? Know, surplus suppose, of money that, that, that the Exchequer has a, a bigger um, uh, bank balance this, this year for, okay. uh, for budget, in, which is in October. But one of the things I was I, I, I kind of came across 
and I kind of just it kind of just flew by just this discussion about whether mm-hmm. the government should take the opportunity to you know give people who are struggling a lot more uh, tax relief etc. But one of the things that was coming by was that uh, about the pensions and the fact ah. that the, that we have uh, we now have a basically a country that is is too old. There aren't enough. Uh, um, you know, children being born that are going to yeah, support yeah, us so we're when keep we're all going. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, yeah. the theory that is, or not the theory, but what I, from what I understood was, uh, and I believe it's going to come in sometime next year, or at least the idea or the legislation might come in next year, is that you, while you will be entitled to a state pension, yeah, you may depending on, it'll be means tested. So depending on you know how much money you have saved over the years or what kind of private pension you have, mm. will determine how much of the state pension you ah. will get. So you when when you did it not good on your own, you won't get also a lot from the government. No, other way around. If you uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so if you if you oh you will you, get more. If you didn't save, let's say you didn't save while you were working. Yeah, uh, you will you'll be. Then you'll be entitled to get the full pension. Oh, and if, Whereas and if you did when save you did and you have money yeah. in the bank, uh, or, or, then, you get or less. then you're going to get less. There's also going to be some kind of an auto enrollment because the the other thing that came out of that, or and I think it also came up, was that a lot of people are certainly a, a percentage of people that do not have any um, workplace pension, or at least are yeah. not are not are not part of any work. Maybe they have a pension offered to them, they haven't taken it up, mm. and I think that's quite a sizable. It's more than they thought, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they're going to have some kind of auto enrollment pension that will be mm. run by the state, I think, that people yeah. will be signed up for if you're not in a pension and you will have to actually specifically opt out of it. You'll have to opt out of one, yeah. yeah. I think something like that. That's to try to sort that out. So if I may ask, the, 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 the government has uh, set a maximum uh, uh, income then per, per year or per month what you can get out of your pension in a way yeah so, uh, p- and you, yeah, so for example it is two thousand euro per month and then if you have saved uh, well um a- and you can do 1500 whatever and then you get 500 uh, from the government yeah so you'll get and less but, from but, the but if yeah. you have nothing then you get two thousand from the government yeah uh, I, yes. wish, I wish people yeah. were getting two thousand in the pension but they're not yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know it's a lucrative country uh, like Ireland, i you know? well, yeah but not not <laughs> not, not, not in terms it of payouts from the government yeah Ooh. i mean I, I can understand it from from the perspective of okay you have you might have well a small percentage of of the population that are fairly well off and fairly rich yeah, and and to, to my mind, if you're if you're in the millions or or in the several hundreds and hundreds of thousands, you shouldn't get yeah. a pension. Shouldn't shouldn't be even no. applying for a state pension. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder how I I, I haven't followed this through uh, any further to know that if you're getting, let's say the let's say that the pension a week was was two hundred euros, and because you saved during your 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 working life. You're only going to get 100 euros of that uh, mm. per week. As you start to spend your own savings to compensate for the 100 euros that you lose every week from the pension, will you know, it be topped up? You, will it be topped up at some yeah. eventually, or is the idea well, you have to run out of the money until, and you then have to you have to, really, you then you have to prove that you've no money to get the f- full pension? I, 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 I think the other thing that's going to happen, of course, they've talked about this a lot, is that we're all going to be working longer. You know, if you're able yeah. to work 
to, to I don't know, 69, 70, maybe older. I don't know. Like yeah. they, they Is say, it not like in France that you can go with pension in 62 or something in, in Ireland? Yeah, after X amount of years, 40 years service, I think. Yeah, 40 years service, but... 40 years service, okay. Yeah, but your, but your state pension, so you could be you could have 40, 40 years service in and you could be, let's say, 60. Mm. But you're not going to get the pension, the state pension, until you are, is it 66 or 67? 66. Six. Maybe it's 67 now, actually, yeah. I, I think it's definitely yeah. 66. It might be 67, mm. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, you're, so you're going to have to to reach into your own pockets to pay mm. that seven, six or seven years if you want yeah, yeah. to retire early. And by okay. early, like, I mean, if you've done 40 years, yeah, why would so you want to do any more? Maybe the question is, should the blind guys retire early? Is, is the question we're putting out to our listeners. Well, are we not really already retired? Or could, we, could, could, they, could they throw, could all the <laughs> listeners throw in a bit of money to keep our pension pot uh, topped up? For this um, situation in the Netherlands, I really got a shout out from Mr. Eric Demery. Oh, yeah. yeah, so wow. I want to use this opportunity, you know, to say hello to Mr. Eric Gemery via email. You know, he retired already, you know, so yeah, yeah. looking and you know, so, so I, uh, he told me he is enjoying himself very well. He's, he's doing a lot of golfing. Uh, he <laughs> he say, did yeah. in, in the past year more than the 10 years before that, you know, so <laughs> I think... <laughs> Well, he's going to miss uh, Sight Village, which is coming up soon, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He will. Yeah. And I think I think Eric was at a few Sight Villages. But um, yeah. yeah, so Sight, Sight Village is Monday the 17th and um, Tuesday 18th of July at uh, the East Side Rooms in Woodcock Street. It sounds very British, doesn't it? In Birmingham. Cent- Central Birmingham. <laughs> cool. The East Cock Gosh. Room, East Side Rooms in Woodcock Street. Okay. East Side Rooms, Woodcock Street in yeah. Birmingham. And um, basically opening on Monday the 17th of July at nine, at, uh, at 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. And on Tuesday the 18th from 9.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Now, there's a few things for visitors to know if you're planning on visiting Site Village. First of all, the... Um, so it's a new it's a new purpose-built conference center the east side rooms it's approximately 12 minutes walk from birmingham new street station and uh is apparently very easy to get to there's very detailed uh directions to get to it on the site village website which is qac.ac.uk forward slash site village you also there will find a directory of all the companies who will be at the event um exhibiting indeed companies and service providers it's not just companies and there's also a way there where you can register if you want to attend the event and they do suggest you might like to register if you want to have the use of a sighted guide they will have guides available but they do ask people to register in advance Mm. if you'd like to avail of a sighted guide so um I think it'll be a good two days. It's going to be very busy. This is a new, as I say, Site Village hasn't been here before at the East Side Rooms, new conference centre. And unfortunately, poor Jan is not going to be with us. And we're very disappointed about that, actually. uh, Me too. We understand, Jan, that you need your holidays. Yeah, because I'm on holidays that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but, uh, uh, my colleagues will be there, you know. (laughs) Sorry, uh, Oren, you were a little bit quiet. <laughs> yeah, because it's hard. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's, it's also but worth saying. But we did already the, had a nice webinar uh, this week. We so did have a nice, yeah, was Jan was yeah. Yeah, a, yeah, we, we great with a crack webinar. last week. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. a good one. Very yeah. good. Uh, yeah. Except, you, except we, we did come across, and it might be worth mentioning this for all our listeners, Jan and I Ooh. came across yeah. live on air 
a glitch in Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, really we're, we're not actually sure. We're not because three colleagues have now verified it. Yeah. So if you, for anyone listening, if you, uh, and of course, it's really difficult, of course, because Zoom updates all the time. So by the time this goes live, this may have been fixed. Yeah. But currently, if you go to share your screen on Zoom and you tick, you look for a checkbox that says share audio or share system sound or share computer sound. I'm not sure how it's labeled. There's usually a little checkbox as you tab along and you hit the space bar if you want to share your screen yeah. reader sound, for example. Yeah. And this box is nowhere to be found. And Jan and I were looking for it. No, couldn't find it. And but then Sharon a sighted colleague it, of ours, Sharon saw it, but she on her system, it was grayed out. Yeah. So where and why is that uh, system check sound uh, checkbox not working? Because the day know. before I, I tried it, you know, uh, I yeah. prepared something, you know, in a way, but, 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 but it was then it was working. I've used it millions of times in the last, yeah. well, last couple of weeks, I've used it with no problem. And just that particular day, nothing. Yeah. So and we were sh- trapped, you know. It was oh my god, we were sh- in in frustrated and whatever. But we managed that. Eh? We oh, just recovered quickly. Oh, we yeah, kept yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if anyone knows we're very about, professional about Zoom system <laughs> for a change, <laughs> for a change. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my yeah, god, I was really change. under pressure. Oh my god, yeah. yeah well, people can job. still listen to that, uh, Stuart, can't they? It's on the Sight and Sound YouTube yeah. channel, and you can get to oh, it on yeah. the Sight and Sound oh, main yeah. page. But if anyone is is just curious about the Zoom issue, because I have not managed to work out what was happening so I, I will no, look into it more I've a uh, Microsoft related uh, query uh, for, okay. for you guys or for anybody out there so I think we're kind of coming into tech corner now for the next few minutes oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen oh my God. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one is to do with Microsoft um, Outlook so I am one and I know people. some people have moved away from this but I am one on the Microsoft so I, I used Microsoft desktop uh, application rather yeah, than yeah. browser version. They're online. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I am one for putting emails uh, that are important into folders. Into folders. So yes. Yeah, rather too. than now I know mm-hmm. some people have have, just, have done away with that and they just let their inbox fill up and there is ah, quite a good search. Messy. It I is a bit think. messy. I think it's a bit messy. Yeah. But here's something I, I I was trying to figure out the other day. I got an email from a colleague and I needed to reference an email from last December from this uh, colleague. When I went to look at the, the, the colleagues, the folder that I had created for that colleague, and there's, I know, I know for sure there are several emails in there. Um, I got feedback from Joe's to say that mm. the folder was empty. I've got the answer now, for you. I, I've noticed this with other folders on ah, many notifications. I've got the answer for you. Yeah, I mean, I think of about this. I've got the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, yeah, sir. Please, please, please. Okay. Lawler, yes, over the back. Yeah, Lawler. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think. My God. No, hey, Mr. I, I know. You're the Mr. Teacher. A... I like all those. I am. You're right. I, I, I oh, shut him up, I... sir. Oh, what? Sorry. There's a, <laughs> there's, there's, re- there's a retention policy on your corporate emails that for after a certain amount of time, emails are moved yeah. are automatically archived online so if you're if it's showing you up as the folder is empty there are two possible solutions yeah. one is that your outlook only shows emails uh, as i say for a given time after that they become unavailable and if you want to make them available there should be a little button and when you open that folder that says show more click here to view more on microsoft exchange exactly 
and you do that with the with the touch cursor. That's the only way I've been able to get to that yeah, button. Yeah, maybe yeah, right. that's the only way I could do it. The other app, the other possibility is that your organization has done what's called online archiving, in which case there'll be in your folder structure something called online archive. And in there will be a replica of all the folders you've created, copies of the folders that will have the messages in there. So okay. it depends how so, they've done it. So, th so thank you for uh, for allowing me to uh, not continue the conversation and give you the actual <laughs> question. Well, I uh, assumed that was the question. Yeah, the folder was empty. No, I'm, I'm only I'm only joking. There was another you are, question. You are right. No, I gave you a are very right. detailed answer. Oh, the so the so the so you're right. So when I got when I asked Cloda to look and see if there were uh, where emails. the emails were there, was yeah. Joe, something to do with Josie? No, they're not there. But there is a button which says something akin to what you were just saying yeah. about retrieve from server yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, for the life of me, I couldn't work out how to get Joe's there to, to that. Now, yeah. for a start, for a start, and it's it's got to be a, you know, a bold boy Microsoft, it's not, to, to my mind anyway, there's no visual indicator that it's there, that there isn't, that, that option exists. Correct. But if it does exist, how do you get to it? I, I can't even remember how I found this. But I yeah, so the way yeah. I do it is I with also, with, with uh, the touch cursor. Yeah. yeah, touch cursor. That's the only way. Or the only the way. Shift yeah. numpad plus. You need to do yeah. that, and then and then you have to right arrow, arrow down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll hear. But it is click the only here. way because but but I was also trapped because and I felt also very uh, shocked. I know that there are emails in this folder, you know. Yeah. I know it for sure, definitely. Yeah. And then I called up also to the IT uh, person here in Barendrecht. I said, where are my emails, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and he said, no, 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 no. You see that you click on more. I said, I don't have that, <laughs> you know, because it, I don't see that. And then he came online or, or the, the, then he can, you know, the, uh, they can uh, take over your screen, you know, yeah. with this yeah. uh, special uh, tool whatever and then he said click on this i said oh and then yeah uh Stuart, you're right so you're <laughs> saying switch over to the touch, touch cursor or shift yeah. and, and, and plus on the number file that's fine and yep. then you just need to down yeah, right. or right right arrow right until, arrow, you, until hear you hear and, and press something like retrieve here from to view more and then you can press yeah. enter on space space yeah. bar to uh, to activate but that's that's the thing with all this Microsoft stuff. They are adding stuff all the time, and then they yeah. take stuff away. They they you see, you you find there's something that's been around for a while, and then clearly they decide no, we don't. Really yeah, want. and it depends yeah. also on on the company settings. You know, if exactly. you get uh, get it yeah. or not. You know, because yeah. I don't always go to the online and then see what what for apps are available now. You know, here's a little you know, here's a little tip for you guys. If you don't have to go into the online and go to the apps, if you go uh, to the address bar and type. Uh, HTTP colon slash slash lists.microsoft.com should bring you straight to your lists. Um, yeah. Outlook.microsoft.com brings you to your, or sorry, outlook.office.com, sorry, list.office.com, flow.office.com. Um, okay. Should, if, uh, 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 as you say, Jan, then assuming you know your organization least, uh, has it. Uh, yeah. You can email blindguyschat at gmail.com or tweet us at blindguyschat if you've any comments or questions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is a pleasure to welcome back Professor Emeritus Professor John Sweeney, who is um, part of the Geography Department in Maynooth College since 1978. Or maybe we, that might give away your, your age, John, but we don't, we don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> but well, very welcome back. But I, I do have a, a, a bit of a, a disclaimer just to, 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 to start off with that. 
John and I and, and Cloda and uh, John's wife have met um, a, a little while ago. And uh, I think it's fair to say that Larry, uh, my, our guide dog, my guide dog, is in love with John. He oh, absolutely loves John. Isn't that John. lovely? Isn't yeah. that really nice? Yeah. It's hard not to love Larry, though. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. They're all nice, those leverages. Yeah? So Especially to... their Larry. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start with an easy one, John. Uh, something that Jan and I were talking about, uh, and Stuart, uh, in the last podcast. Have you any idea what lightning smells like? Um, no, I don't, um, because I suppose it's ionizing the air. Yay. So you, it may... I mean, if it ionizes nitrogen, I wonder would you get a, a nitrous oxide smell, if anything. But uh, it's not something I've ever seen anybody reporting. Um, mm, nor something it, you care about. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's an interesting question. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever seen any literature on it, to tell you the truth. You wouldn't get the sulfur, sulfur smell that you would get with sulfur, sulfur dioxide or anything. Yeah, that's what involved. I was wondering. So, uh, and, and it would need to be very high concentrations, I suspect, for uh, nitrogen oxides to become uh, very easily smelled. But t- to be truthful, I, I'm not really sure to tell you the oh, truth. It's okay. It's okay. okay. You, you, yeah. you, you don't get any points for that. Uh, no. Next time there's a next time there's a storm, or we'll put you outside. And exactly. You can, you can report yeah. back. To <laughs> <us>. <laughs> well, the reason I wanted to get John back on was just that. Uh, just because I think it was last week there was mention uh, that the global temperature across the globe had hit, I think on a Wednesday or a Tuesday or Wednesday, had hit 17 degrees, but by Thursday it had hit uh, 17.2 degrees. What do you think is going to be the impact? Because that's quite, uh, I mean, when you think about that, 17 degrees globally is quite, quite warm. <laughs> so what do you think the impact of that is going to be? Well, it, it's an interesting record because the, the first time the record was broken was Monday and um, everybody sat up and paid attention to the fact that this was probably the warmest day, not just during the instrumental record, but some climate people um, have said it's probably the warmest day since maybe 125,000 years ago the last sure. interglacial. And that, that really is saying something about the way our temperatures change. But ironically, of course, as you know, that record only lasted 24 hours and yeah. it was broken on Tuesday and then broken again on Thursday. So it's an indication that you know, those, those changes in temperature are maybe occurring a bit faster than some of the model predictions would have us believe we would be expecting to see. And, of course, it's also aided and abetted now by the emerging El Nino event in the Pacific Ocean. What's been happening in the Pacific is a very strong determinant of global temperature. And El Nino is a very strange phenomenon. It's a natural phenomenon whereby the, the, the air blows from north and south of the equator towards the equator and converges there. And this blows a, an area of what's normally quite cold water uh, towards the west, towards Australia. Yeah. But in so doing, uh, it picks up uh, and causes uh, ocean depth water, deep water ocean, to bubble up to the surface of, of Peru and Ecuador. And this brings, of course, the nutrients that the 
cultured fishermen of Peru and Ecuador uh, depend on. And this is the biggest fishery in the world here under what, what we now say are La Nina conditions. But for some reason that we don't really understand yet, uh, the trade winds fail and uh, all that water piling up in uh, Australia where sea level is higher, ironically, than it is uh, in the uh, east coast, west coast of South America, all that water that then begins to slosh back and it begins to, all, all that warm water now uh, as it has uh, warmed back. up in the equator, sloshes back and causes quite the opposite condition to apply in South America. And this is what we call El Nino. And this means that the cold water is no longer coming up from below because you have warm water capping it at the surface. And it means that the, the, the plankton die, the fish stocks disappear, the fishermen suffer poverty. You have floods and you have landslides in Ecuador and Peru. And at the same time, uh, you have the opposite happening in Australia and Southeast Asia, where you're now at risk of drought and at risk of more stable conditions uh, rather than the normal kind of equatorial rains that you get in northern Australia. But the point is that because the Pacific is so big, because it covers half the globe, then that change in temperature of the Pacific uh, means that the global average goes up. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think we're seeing uh, the impact of an early El Nino on global average temperatures in those three uh, record-breaking days of last week. My expectation is that we'll see even more, not so much maybe for the remainder of this year, but certainly in 2024, when we probably will have a full-blown and uh, maybe more extreme El Nino condition developing, that we'll probably hit breaking the 1.5 degree threshold temperature that is so crucial in terms of avoiding some of the, I suppose, maybe non-recoverable thresholds in the climate system. I think we're seeing here is the, the impact of more rapidly rising temperatures, uh, more rapidly increasing frequency of extremes, uh, more rapidly, I suppose, dangerous conditions occurring uh, where maybe it might even, as I was uh, saying earlier today, it might even threaten food security in parts of the world more seriously than we've seen in the recent past. And I think that's the impact which we will see, um, the impact being, as a, with all hazards, with all environmental hazards, the impacts fall most heavily on those least able uh, to, mm. to, to protect themselves from it. So I think we will see again problems in sub-Saharan sub Africa, in parts of South Asia. Um, with the El Nino, uh, interestingly, there is a tendency for the Indian monsoon not to be working as efficiently as normal as well. And that would be perhaps the thing that many people would be watching most closely with these rising temperatures uh, globally and with an El Nino event, um, because the dependency of the world and so many people in the world and the largest population of any country is now India, the dependency on the monsoon is absolute. And uh, that, that would be something that I think we'll be watching very closely, not this summer, but next summer in particular, when if there is a full-blown El Nino, we might be seeing problems emerging in the Indian monsoon, as well as the droughts of, of, of Australia 
and one would expect to see fires becoming more prominent, as well as the droughts of South Africa, which is another area of concern, and yeah. parts of the South American coast as well. One of the things that you know we see with uh, an El Nino event is it's so big, it's, it's hemispheric in scale, and as such then it kind of knocks out of kilter many of the weather systems around the southern hemisphere in particular, and we get change conditions and, and really change for the worse happening in many of those, uh, many of those developing countries of the southern mm. hemisphere. If you can forecast these things in advance, and it's now something that uh, it's a natural event which occurs every five or seven years, we mm. can now tell the people, tell the farmers of uh, Peru, um, well, look, lads, don't grow wheat anymore this year. Start mm. growing rice um, yeah, and, yeah. and you'll be okay. But uh, will they tell. listen? You know, you know those politicians, like in Holland, you know, they are really stubborn in a way. But, but, but uh, I think um, politicians in general, they, they don't uh, listen to uh, people who really know the stuff, you know? They don't. Um, but <laughs> in this case, you know... <laughs> you're such a funny guy, my guy. <laughs> um, you don't. Uh, well, in this case, you're talking to farmers directly. And, you know, okay. there is in, in Peru, coastal Peru and Ecuador, a long history of, uh, I suppose, adaptation passed down from generation to generation. They know this is going to happen at some stage. It's the, the full title is El Nino de Navidad because the Peruvian fishermen noticed it would happen around Christmas normally, and El Nino was oh. the Christ child at Christmas. Christmas yeah. mm. So um, they, they know that this has happened before, will happen again, so they are attuned to adapting and to changing their crop system. Okay. Now, of course, you're right. Um, you know, there, there are some stubborn individuals around the world who will say this, this is the way we've always done it. I'm not going to change. Yeah. And they will maybe suffer. And that's, um, that's one of the lessons of climate change, that we have to be nimble and we have to be agile to, to adapt to changing conditions. Um, and, you know, if we don't do that, then we, we, you know, those that don't do it suffer. It's survival of the fittest in many ways. And one of the concerns that, of course, we have is that because the Arctic is warming up so quickly and the temperature gradient between the equator and the Arctic is reducing, this, many people believe, is reducing the reliability of the jet streams and that they are ah. now going much more meandering like a river that has lost its gradient. And this means that we get them stuck in position for long periods of time. We had it here in Western Europe in June, where we had a really strong heat wave for about uh, two to three weeks. Yeah. Um, you had it in Europe, I think, over the past few years. Even in Spain this spring, you had that kind of anticyclonic block developing and sticking there and giving extremes because the jet stream wasn't moving on the weather systems the way it normally oh, does. So okay. it's something of concern that, you know, we may, and this is why we may get extremes. You've had a, a quite a serious storm in Holland recently, yeah, a summer yeah, storm. Yeah, yeah uh, was really. It Paul or Paula? Poli, Poli. Poli, yeah. I yeah. mean, quite unusual, wasn't it? Yeah, in, it in was very country? unusual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and and it was um, with a lot of rain and also a lot of, but but the wind was extreme. It was really, um, and since also the the trees are, are have a lot of leaves on, on it, so they were easy 
victims for the wind, you know, with um, falling down easily, etc. So, yeah. Very unusual in, in summer, isn't it? To yeah, have that very kind unusual, of John. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the jet streams just having a direct hit on you, I think. Yeah, but, 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 but uh, uh, may I ask you, John, because uh, one of the um, Euro Parliament, uh, uh, the, the Dutch one, Frans Timmerman, you know, who is really yeah. uh, leading also the, uh, the uh, yeah, the, 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 the parties there in the EU, he, he directly made a, a link with the climate change, with happening. And, and he was, uh, well, uh, they throw him for the bus in that way, you know, to use uh, Stuart's uh, words in that way, you know. But, but, but was that true? Is, was he, um, because was he right? people say it, it was not true, but, but can you, does he, could he make this link? Well, let me put it this way. All through my career, I've been besieged by the press with every extreme event that happens in Ireland here. And they asked me that question, is, was this ah. caused by climate change? And for most of the time, I've had to say, well, it probably was, but I can't be certain because it may have been natural. It may have yeah. occurred in the past anyway. Yeah. But I've changed my tune on that now because there's been a big breakthrough in climate science in the past few years. And that breakthrough has come about from increased um, computing power, essentially. I, I can recall when I used to be able to run one climate model send all my programming to, I think it was Sweden overnight, find there was a comma out of place in the, in the Fortran and it mm -hmm. didn't work, come back the next day, send it again. And it was one model that maybe took several hours to run. But nowadays we can run hundreds of models in that time. And you can see then, well, let's run these models 100 times or 500 times with no extra carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Let's run them now 500 times with today's carbon dioxide and greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. How often would we get a, a, a catastrophic storm like Storm Polly uh, yeah. occurring? And that's what we call attribution because we yeah. now find that um, we can attribute extreme events proportionately to natural and to human causes. So if you remember the bad, maybe you remember the bad floods of 2021 in Germany and Belgium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also uh, Holland. Also well, that, that, that yeah. kind of analysis yeah. in Holland, yeah, that kind of analysis was applied to those floods. And yeah. the answer that came back was they were nine times more probable as a consequence of what we've done to the atmosphere, nine times more likely to have occurred. And we've done the same for the, some of the, the big uh, droughts and heat waves in Europe. And you get enormous figures there. You get it being 100 to 500 times more likely to have occurred. So I think Franz Timmerman is probably right, although the science probably hasn't been done on that particular mm. event yet. But I'm yeah. fairly sure he's, he's expressing a fingerprint of climate change in that extreme yeah. event. And when no, the work no. is done, I suspect you'll find that it was much, much 
rendered much, much more probable as a consequence of what we've done to the atmosphere than would have occurred naturally. I'm a great fan of Franz Timmermans. I mean, he's a, he's a really interesting character. Yeah. He speaks so many languages fluently. Oh, yeah, fluently. yeah. besides that, yeah, yeah, Oh, true. yeah, yeah. He's a, and he's, ve he's eloquent, and he's a champion of the EU Green Deal. He's yeah. facing a lot of opposition from not least Dutch farmers, of course. Yo, 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 yo. But those Dutch farmers, you know, they, they, they were kept on with lies, you know, for almost 20, 30 years, you know, that they could continue with growth, etc., you know. Hello, we're bringing you some important news from producer Orwin. Hello, folks, and thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm going to do something here that I have never done before in the 75-year history of the podcast, and that is I want to split this interview with Professor John Sweeney into two parts. We're going to pause this interview here, and I'm going to play the rest of his interview in episode 76, which you'll be able to hear on June 27th. TV Corner, guys. Hey, I have a yeah, question. TV. Yeah. Oh, TV. yeah. TV Corner, yeah. yeah TV Corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, or, or Cinema Corner, you know, whatever. You know, we are going to um, to France, to Normandie, uh, and we want to see... Uh, you got to protest, um, the, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry? You got to protest in France, are you? Gonna, yeah, gonna we're going to... <laughs> for, the, for the pension rights, you know. Got to go and swear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, we want to see um, for the D-Day, you know, how the um, uh, Elliot uh, troops, uh, they, they landed. The on, the, landing, on, yeah. the, on the beach there and then uh, they advised me to watch the cinema uh, the longest day oh yeah but how can i find it uh, uh, you know where do, where do, where do i um, uh, is it netflix or is it not on netflix or do i need to uh, whatever you know okay well we're gonna have to defer to to this one to cloud because there is an okay. app i know there's uh, an app for for oh phones. yeah there's uh, an app for that. Wait, there's an app for that. So there ah. is an app, and okay. uh, Clodo, uh, when she comes out of makeup, she when can she tell comes us, for the time, yeah, uh, so, so you can basically put the, the title of the program or film that you want to watch into this app, and it will tell you what streaming service it's available on. Ah, okay. And uh, Clodo, Clodo mightn't be. I don't know if Clodo will be on time today because Moira is doing makeup, and Moira is a terrible one oh to talk. She never shuts up. She never shuts up. Like honestly, when no. she's on, I every day my heart sinks when I hear Moira's on because <laughs> I was in makeup oh, for six hours today, and it wasn't because I needed six yeah, hours. Yeah. I can tell. I can uh, tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just. Well, she never stopped talking. <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna anyway. uh, so TV, TV corner. We, we have to defer yeah. that part of TV TV corner. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. while we're there you on were, TV were. corner, there was uh, there's a good ish uh, thriller on that just started on uh, Apple TV and it is called Hijack. Oh, Stephen King? Or no, it, no, not Stephen. No, not Stephen. No, not thriller. Stephen King. No, oh. it's about a flight that is flying from. Now, I'm going to get this wrong. I think it might be flying from Dubai to London. Ooh. And it is, it is for want of a better, it is, as it says in the box, it, it is hijacked. Right. So ah. there, now the, the funny thing is... Uh, the the plane is hijacked. The plane is hijacked. And, um, oh. Yeah, so, uh, so we're kind of going back to the 70s. Do you remember when, when pla yeah. planes used to be hijacked? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting thing I find, I'm finding about, uh, not finding about this, but... Interesting, I think uh, there are seven episodes, and each episode is an hour long. 
So, it, uh, so <sighs> and, and the flight and the flight. So it's the whole the, flight. And the flight is seven hours long. <laughs> yeah. so, it's, oh. a like, it's a bit like that show uh, Twenty Four back in the day with Kiefer Sutherland. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. literally yeah. used to do every hour was an yeah. hour in the day. Yeah. So they're doing this in real time. You already took off, Oren? Uh, yeah, we're, uh, over t- we've taken off. We're into episode three or four now at this stage. Ooh, so they're getting oh, they're all, right. all, in the middle of it. All the yeah. passengers are getting. It's it's kind of interesting because all the the, the hijackers. Yeah. Uh, or all have, uh, I would say, Cockney or um, kind of maybe Liverpool or Manchester type accents. So it's Ooh. not necess- It's not you know. It's not um, Iranians or, or Israelis or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's so, and there's one particular guy who doesn't who you know is trying to negotiate with the with the hijackers on board, and uh, it's not really it's not really working out. But. It's it keeping sound me good. hooked. Keeping me hooked okay. at the moment. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing much else on. There's uh, no. I, funny you say it. I went through Netflix the other night. Uh, three or four new things have been added. Sound great. Zero audio description. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. I think Netflix are not committed to audio description. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Really? Well. Well. Yeah. You, and this uh, your your um, uh, series is also with audio description or or is. Um, the hijack yeah is yeah. has Apple TV has uh, has oh, audio Apple description TV, on oh, yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but okay. yeah it's, it, you know what's, what's interesting though and we're 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 current we're also currently watching uh, from time to time Clodagh's uh, very favorite program Suits oh yeah uh, oh. And what is that. It's it's a it's kind of legal courtroom thing. Isn't yeah, it? it's a it's yet another legal drama. Uh, oh, so based in New York, where you've got all these oh. suave and uh, female as, uh, lawyers. Fish, you know, Meghan Markle's in it. Meghan Markle is in it. Yeah. She's oh, diabolical. yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually, or another question, a quick because I know you'll talk about suits, but uh, season one, as far as I remember, is not audio described. Is, I was just about to say season one is not audio described, but season two onwards, uh, well, we're only in season two. Uh, is audio described? Why would you? Why did you start yeah, on season two I know, Netflix? I know. <laughs> yeah. and, and is it possible to jump in on season two and just get into it? Or? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's yeah. easy going. Sure, <laughs> sure. You could pop in ten minutes before the end. And you would <laughs> right. <be> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, Claude might give us a different view, but anyway, she okay. might. She might. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about one last thing. We said we were yeah. talking tech. This is gonna be the last thing for tech. Oh, yeah. I had this bright idea, and I, you know me, oh. I only have these about every every fifty five, fifty four years. It down. You know, write, write it down. down. Okay, but just yeah, just yeah, in yeah. case some of our listeners were not so aren't as tech savvy as we are, I thought we might just go back to basics a little bit. Uh, and I, I haven't thought of the theme tune for this, but I think there should be kind of a basics for basics for blindies. You know, I think we need basics for blindies. Basics, basics for blindies. Yeah. We've got your basic tips, yeah. Get in touch with your friend uh, Scott, who did the last jingle for you, and he'll he might write something for you. Well, yeah, might, yeah well, well, sure. Why yeah. not? Sure, oh, Jesus, yes. what is it? Ten years since you wrote any any jingle on this podcast? Because I'm too busy. I'm I have too, loads of stuff. Busy, but I've, yeah. it, it's on a list of things, a long list of things oh, I want to do oh, for the show. Oh, oh, anyway, I'm just gonna yeah. I'm just gonna ask a, a question because I was thinking about buying a new keyboard recently for my uh, computer, and I was just thinking, well, if I'm gonna do this. Uh, it's kind of something I did at the beginning, but don't do so much now. And that is in relation to bump-ons on keyboards. 
And I said, well, talk, we'll talk about this maybe in the podcast. So I'm going to ask mm. you guys, when you have your... Uh, one of the other things I don't like about key, some keyboards is how noisy they can be. Um, but that, that aside, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, just to let our listeners know who might be as not, not mm. tech savvy or just wanted some general information. Yeah. Do you guys, with your... Well, for a start... Do you prefer to use an external keyboard if you have a laptop, or do you use the in the on the onboard keyboard if you have a laptop? And do you put any bump-ons across any of the key numbers or the F keys, uh, or have you gone past that stage? Or how do you? Hmm. What do you Good do? Good question. I I learned to touch type a long time ago on a mechanical typewriter. And I, when when they got computers in the school where we were, there was remember there was a BBC microcomputer, and there was an old IBM XT. I think so that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We never there was no such. I don't know if there was a, even such thing as bump-ons. We never had them, so I never actually grew up with them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I've never used them. But actually, what I think are potentially well, I think bump-ons are very useful. They're very good, especially the small ones. Don't get the huge ones. But the, the ones that you can't get anymore, they're harder to get, are these little sheets of sticky letters that were Braille. Yeah. So you could stick Braille letters on the keyboard. Yeah. And some I know uh, some people I have, I have worked one. with in the past found those hugely useful. Okay. So but if you're you a Braille... Do you use an external keyboard with your laptop, uh, Stuart? No, I don't. I have a Surface hmm. laptop, and I, a Surface a tablet, rather. And I use the, oh, yeah. the keyboard folds down, you know, up onto the screen and then folds out. So oh, yeah. that's the keyboard I use. Actually, it's not ideal if you're using it on your on your knee or if you're maybe on a train you're sitting it on the table you, you need a little mm. bit of space because it has to stand up behind the keyboard um but yeah i don't use an ex- i haven't had a, a desktop keyboard for a while yeah now i i use an hp laptop and also uh, i i i use the keyboard of the of the laptop and indeed i am having uh, bump ons on it um, uh, because the upper row, you know, with the function keys, yeah. is yes. one one complete um, uh, row without any interceptions. So it's oh, uh, wow. they, they, yeah. they're There's all no uh, after each other. Yeah. And I was uh, always confused with Alt F4 or Insert F12, you know, or Insert F6, whatever. Yeah. So I placed a bump on, on the F6 key Very and good. on the yeah. F12 and on the uh, 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 numpad. One one uh, bit of uh, advice. Numpad Very on good. and off. Yeah. One bit and of advice. Uh, I always so they are not on the keys, but just uh, uh, on top of it, and uh, yeah, that helps me because uh, then I find uh, uh, then I can easily orientate. The w- the one other thing I'd say, and Oren, I don't know if this is something that you would be considering if you're in the market for a keyboard. Is I always think if you're getting a desktop keyboard, get one with a distinction between yeah. the main keys, the cursor keys, and the number pad, because some of them yeah. are very yeah. close together and really hard to find the arrow keys. I've seen some laptops where it's really difficult to find those. But if you get a nice desktop keyboard with good gaps, it's I I just would find that yeah, personally for external ones. And then you yeah. have nowadays also these retro keyboards. Oh yeah, we the have a lot of ones. mechanical yeah. click uh, click uh, click. And they People are like the used click. at oh, gaming, right. you know. Uh, oh, yeah, right. yeah. And they are not cheap. They are Yay, not cheap. they are not cheap. Yeah. So there, yeah. so there you have it, folks. So Stuart doesn't use an external keyboard, and he doesn't have any bump-ons on his Surface keyboard. Uh, the only thing about the Surface keyboard, I, I always because I did have one at one stage, is there isn't mm. there's no travel at all on the on the keys. It's kind of ah. they're, they're very flat. Well, did you? Did, 
the old one. Sorry, when you when you say travel, you mean sorry, but I mean they they do press down because 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 there is the Surface Touch keyboard and the Surface whatever you'd call it physical keyboard, I suppose. Because there are there are two types of cover for the Surface. There's the one that has no travel on the keys at all. Oh, that so was you, the one I had. Yeah, no, this one has, but I I know what you're talking about. But you are right; they the keys are very flat. Um, I'm, I'm just looking at mine here. There is very little difference in the rows. They do, they hardly move up. You know, they're the, mm. uh, one is not much higher than the other. Is what right. I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, and 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 on the other side, Yan does have bump ons, but doesn't. I find that that's interesting. But you don't put them on. Uh, the F6 key or the F12 keys themselves, but you actually just kind of put them behind yeah, the, well, yeah, the key. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 good. That's interesting. So look, I hope you uh, found that of some interest. If you yep. want to know anything more about just basic uh, basic uh, tech tips, or tech and help, you can please also, email uh, Oren, what us. I also in, in the past, if I may add, um, on the F and on the J, you can also place bump ons. You know, that's mm. also. Uh, All right, shall we move to? Um, shall I? Um, shall I make uh, that I won this competition or this whatever? So I got the. the oh, I didn't know it was a competition. Points. Yes. Yes, of course you will. Yeah, of course you will. Just kidding. Congratulations. Yeah. Your, oh, your, your yeah. blind t-shirt will be on the way, winging its way. <laughs> We've bump ons. We've bump ons. <laughs> right, so we have emails. Yeah. Let's have emails. Go on, yeah. Stuart. All right. Questions and stories and feedback are plenty From all our listeners we have about 20 Sending a mail as they're sipping a brew Thank you dear listener cause we do love you Even Bumpons we love you Hello Otis in Baltimore, Derry oh, yeah. in Dublin Gordon in Scotland Thank you though everyone we love you so Orin, you're going to burst a blood vessel doing that. Yeah, I think I need to go to the hospital now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I've, been, I've been trying to listen, um, but I was very caught up in chats and makeup. With Myra. Um, Myra. So, yeah, look, oh, I'm never going to give out because I love a chat. She but, never um, stops talking. Normally what I do is I listen and I take notes, you know, because you oh. guys often... But I heard my name a few times, and I wasn't paying a huge amount of attention. <laughs> okay, well, the, well, the, well, the first oh, but question I do we know had you for you was: Jan is going away to, on holidays. Let me just check. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15, 20. Yeah, this is Jan's ninth holiday of the year. Just no, it's not. The cancer. Mm-hmm. Ten. Um, Eleven. Ten. Well, <laughs> uh, and he wants to. He wants to He's watch got the blind guy's uh, chat credit card. He wants to watch uh, <laughs> oh, Showgirls yeah. on uh, on on Netflix um, <laughs> while he's in France, uh, <laughs> protesting <laughs> about uh, pensions and uh, other things. Okay, uh, I really so missed no, <laughs> There's an app that you can you can punch yeah. in the film or program you want to watch, and the then you can, it'll tell you what uh, yeah. what uh, streaming service it's on. Yeah, it's really good. It's called Just Watch. Now, I've no idea if it's on um, iPhones because I don't believe in them. But um, it <laughs> <laughs> it's another one. Eh? Yeah, I don't believe in them. But it works beautifully on Android. It's called Just Watch, one word. And what you do okay. is you enter in what uh, streaming services you use. And then you can, when you search, you know, say you're looking for Hijack, which you guys were talking about. No, it will longest day. Longest day. 
Longest. Okay, let me do it then. Long do it live on air. Okay. Yeah, do it live. Let's see. Let's see where you can watch it. Now, so what I've done is I've entered the streaming services that we have, and so it'll tell me if it's available on those. Then I will come and first. Yeah, you come to our house. Yeah. So it's available on Apple TV. But you have to pay for it. It's two. It's three ninety nine to rent it on Apple TV. Oh, but you can also no, you can also get it on off. Google for three ninety nine. Google Play, and you can also get it on Sky Store for three ninety nine. So I don't, and uh, oh. I don't know if, like you may have other streaming services that we don't yeah, have. Yeah, but that it's would not be on free. Netflix. I don't know. It's not on Netflix. It, it's not coming up on Netflix. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. And but I would can, wonder is does it, it have audio description then, uh, Clauda? Um, now that's something I can't tell you from this app. Oh. Jan, I'll take that, an action sorry. for after this and I will message yeah. you privately to look it up on oh, Apple TV really? and tell you if there's audio Ooh, description. Oh, 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 I forgot to tell you. Yeah. I know somebody, well, we, we, we all know somebody who's about to start audio describing the sixth series of The No Crown. way. Mm. Yeah. Would this to be, be released sometime. Yes. Well, it's the real <laughs> love of his life. There's no yeah. God bless you. Don't Veronica. say that. He'll oh. really get him in trouble at home. Um, that's that's oh. that's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's good. fantastic. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I was actually it funny watching that Oren talks to your other girlfriend more often than <laughs> Yeah, then yeah. I'm a little bit I'm mildly concerned about that, Claudia. Yeah. Uh, I was watching uh, or I was rather uh, rewatching some old Black Mirror the other night because of course Veronica Hicks does Black Mirror as well. Yes, yeah. but the pro and the reason I'm saying uh, that she's doing Crown is that uh, there's a new series of Black Mirror that has just that has just come out uh, which, which unfortunately is not, her. is not Veronica. No, it's not. Oh. Yeah. Well. And mm. actually, the, the, I watched only one of the new episodes, and it was now. I mean, the audio description was. I don't have any strong views on it either way, but the the, the particular, just the actual content was terrible. But maybe was it was it? just a bad episode. Yeah. Go on with emails. Any emails? Uh, no, I have one more thing to say now. Don't oh, sorry, rush yeah, me. Go on. You rushed yeah. me terribly last time, and I didn't enjoy. Well, we were it. in a terrible rush. I know that we we had a lot <laughs> I of emails. Needed a cup we of tea. We don't have that many um, this week, which is interesting. Please send your emails in. I love you. Please, thank you. Like I think it's people Gmail.com. But just one thing you were talking about, you know, putting bump-ons on your computers. And with Oren, the, whatever kind of um, keyboard you had, it was one of those kind of soft type that kind of closed over like a lid. But it was yeah. very, um, there wasn't any space. So you couldn't really put a bump-on on because then the, the, the oh. lid slash keyboard wouldn't close properly. Yeah, so I, think, I think it actually was the surface. Yes, I think it was yeah. actually yes. You actually, now that I look at that, you're quite right. If you put if you put bump-ons on this, it wouldn't close properly over the yeah. screen. You're right. So what yeah. we did was we used TactiMark. Just use a hammer. Come on, bang, bang. TactiMark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Use TactiMark, yeah. You can get it from the RNIB ah. website. And yeah. it's really, it's like really good. It comes in glue. It's yeah. like a glue, yeah. It's like yeah. a silicone yeah, 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 kind of thing. It takes 24 hours to cure. And you can put on like quite a big bit or you can put a tiny little dot. So we put on tiny little dots. Um, I no, just that's good. kind of how do you call that, Clauda? Tactimark, T A C T I M A R K, and it's rnib.co.uk is the website, and you just go to their shop and look for it. They have it in black and in orange for the low vision people, and um, it's really good. We just have to be careful not to close the thing, leave it open for 24 hours because it takes yeah, that time true. to cure. There is an issue at the moment purchasing stuff in from the RNIB, and it's not RNIB's fault. I hasten to add, oh, really? it's a Brexit issue. Uh, oh. So if you run into such issues, mm -hmm. um, please Call get in Stuart. touch 
please get in touch with me. Actually, well, seriously, yeah, because we are actually you know, uh, helping people to get RNIB goods oh, into really? Ireland if if they need them. Oh, right. Yeah, You're very so kind. there are some issues that uh, so because we're doing a bit more of it, we can help RNIB. Are you getting and any hopefully. additional benefits for that, Stuart? No benefits so. at all. Do you have to Absolutely. declare it to the tax office. Not a thing. Nothing going on here. My sister up north as postman, because then we. Ah yes, yeah, it's fine in Northern Ireland. Yeah, it's just down here in the in the suit. Anyway, go on. Have you got an email? Yeah. I do, I do, I do. I have one from the lovely um, Derry. Derry oh. Lawler. Oh. Ooh. Yes, yeah. indeed. Stop doing impersonations of our listeners, or Very rude. God bless Derry. Anyway, Derry yeah. says, Hi, guys. Amen. Super podcast. You keep putting out fantastic podcasts. Well, thank, oh, you, thank you, Derry. Thank you very much, Derry. That means an yeah. awful lot. Check us in the post. Yeah. <laughs> hi, <laughs> hi, Anne. Yes, we have the solar, solar panels two years and we love them. So your last podcast had an action for me to do. Aren't we terrible to be given actions to our listeners? And I just think it's amazing we're not, that, we're not, they, we're not that they come back and do the, to do the work. Yeah, do they, they need to follow and up. And we don't do the work that we are given. Do yeah. you guys remember what you asked right. them to do? Because I do. Uh, uh, no, I don't okay. actually remember. No, see? <laughs> We you're we so just bold. throw them to over throw the bush, you know. <laughs> oh, you're very bold. Bang. What did we ask anyway, for Derry to do? Yeah, Derry says, yeah. and I like to do all I can. So I went oh, into the garden with a twelve pack of beer and an umbrella in the rain. But no, I never got hit with lightning or thunder. So I don't I don't know what it feels like, or for Oren tastes. What was the like. action? Glad then? you enjoyed it, Derry. It was it, for him it to tell when, us what the lightning. Do you remember you guys were talking what, about? What the lightning? The lady was hit by lightning. Ions or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So he tried his best, um, but it didn't. Mm. Thanks, Sorry about that. thanks for trying okay, your best. Okay, well, thanks very yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> thanks for nothing. I think he, Dara, should be again as a co-host. You know, whatever. Sometimes, you know. Someday, yeah, 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 we absolutely. should do that. Uh, don't forget, Derry has his own podcast as well. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Ah, the book lovers. Book lovers. The bu- book lovers. Yeah. Yeah. which has which has great music by the way it was written by a guy called paul hopkins in the st- oh. in, in the states oh. sorry in the uk really? uh, lovely guy um and he wrote the music for Derry because i heard it and i said to Derry, where'd you get the music for your show it's if you listen to Derry's show and by the way mm. the presentation and they're all short episodes which is great and he reviews yeah, it we're too long you know yeah. we're too long yeah <laughs> we put a link in the show notes yeah. will we yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 why not uh, really and good. maybe he'll put a link in his show notes for ours then. of course he will Hopefully, he loves yeah. us um, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah anyway now for the serious stuff oh uh, Derry says um i saved up oh. and using some of martha's money i bought poor martha <laughs> i bought a new fancy braille display a mantis q 40. Okay. Oh. Zero. Mm. Ah, Love it, nice. he says. The Braille is so good. Way better than the Focus. Ooh. I think Jan and I can't comment on this email. No. All right, so just 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 refresh me, just refresh me, guys. The Mantis is has a is a has a keyboard, keyboard. has a, yeah. has a, yeah. a QWERTY Braille yeah. display. Yeah, yeah. and okay, it's forty cells. Yeah, good one. Wow. Interesting. One. Good. Well, there you go. Where's Derry um, working these days? Derry he's loves probably, it. Well, he's a millionaire. He well, no, it's Martha. He used Martha's money. Oh, he used so. Martha's Martha, credit card. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Derry says, I felt Netflix. I felt Netflix as I was paying. I felt Netflix. I might be misreading that. As I was paying 14 euro he's a month. He's using but, his Montes, you know. But went back without <laughs> Apple. <laughs> Sorry. Are you listening? To, go on. Yeah. What? But went back without Apple and got it for eight euro a month. So if you're paying Ooh. using your Apple ID, uh, leave now and rejoin. I think what he's saying is he was subscribed through his Apple ID as yes. a subscription service on Apple. He logged, yes. he, he got rid of that. 
he unsubscribed yes. and he signed he he joined as a new member yes and he's just given me an idea because i'm i'm actually freeloading on somebody else's netflix and i do feel a little bit bad You're about it every so often sorry explain this to me again so he's paying, you, he was paying you, 14 a month through his apple id right yeah but then right. he left that and he did it directly with netflix and it was eight yeah. euro a month oh okay because we're paying eight euros a month so okay yeah but we you always were ready yeah we were right but not everyone and, would be doing that, I guess. But you <laughs> see, and, and you see, the thing with Netflix is they are trying to cotton on to people like me who are freeloading on other, but, which, you know, to be fair, I don't blame them. Um, so I'm going to be stopped someday soon. You're free you are the millions, Stuart. I better, I better buy my own copy. Yeah, sure. Get off the Get off the Oh, my right, God. come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the show. Blindguyschat at gmail.com. And we will see you in, well, Jan won't, but we'll see you in two no. weeks' time. Yeah, have a great holiday, Jan. Yeah, thank you very much. Bonjour, monsieur and madame. Have a good holiday. Bye. Merci, madame. BusyBusyProductions.com